Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is episode 73 of Stands and Fits, presented by the professional MBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. You can advance your career with the Ivy MBA from Iowa State, take classes twice a week in downtown Des Moines, and take electives in Des Moines, Ames, and online. The part-time MBA is taught by the same faculty as the top 50 ranked MBA program on campus. Ask about scholarships and waiving the GMAT. Learn more at ivybusiness.iastate.edu. Did I say this is episode 73? Yes, you did. Okay. Recording is always in the Carl Chevrolet Studios. If you're looking to get a new car, get a new pre or get a new to you pre-owned vehicle, the best place to do it is Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny, exit 90 at the Rock, Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, just west of the Des Moines Metro. Fitzy, I think you need to upgrade your vehicle. I really do, honestly, because I've had... You got the house. Now now you need to jump, make the the move to get a, you know, maybe get a nice, like, 2014, uh, what what, what (laughs) could we get you? Uh, Chevy Colorado. Yeah. Whenever I do upgrade, it will likely be a truck or, like, a hybrid type vehicle. Well, there we go. That's what I'm saying. Get you a nice 2014 Chevy Colorado, Mm -hmm. certified, pre-owned by Carl Chevrolet. I'd be down for that. There we go. I already got you. You're in. <laughs> Sounds well, good. You walk in there and you say, hey, Cyclone Fanatic sent me. And plus, I work for Cyclone Fanatic. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of further deals can you put on top of the already great deals? And then they'll just give you the normal treatment. And you'll, in your mind, you'll be thinking, man, they really took care of me. It really means something to, when you walk around and say, I work for Cyclone Fanatic. <laughs> but in reality, it's just the same thing that everybody gets. Yeah. They make everyone feel special over there. Good for them. I thought that I turned that around pretty well. I liked that I, scenario. I was wondering how you were going to get around from that. Yeah. Uh, as We're going to put out some new merch here in the next couple of weeks. Mike and the guys in Perry sent us a list of stuff that will be released here soon. You'll be able to find that at teamcloset.com slash cyclonefanatic. The Beer Fireworks America shirts are still available on teamcloset.com slash cyclone fanatic. And then, like I said, we've got all kinds of cool new stuff, man. I'm even, I'm going to pull this up. Maybe give, give you all a little, uh, give you all a little preview. Mm-hmm. What else? What do we got here? We got, uh, man, uh, we got, we're going to have cyclone fanatic pocket tees. I've been pushing for these pocket tees. Yeah. They're going to be pocket tees. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be in, you know, kind of new, not, uh, not neutral colors necessarily, but you know, white, black, uh, normal normal <laughs> colors Iowa State colors I guess uh with the circle cycle fanatic logo on the pocket mm. they're gonna be slick I'm gonna be wearing those to work all the time so as a non-typical uh pocket tee wearer do you put anything in your pocket or is it just a style oh just to look good dude right. it look, it's just you're look fresh and clean yeah it's you look like you're ready to have fun. it's like the pocket tee is the mullet of <laughs> of t-shirts the mullet of t-shirts. That's definitely a style. Because it's business, business with the, the pocket. Front. Business with the pocket. Casual with the, with, with the body. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Good comparison. I like that. <laughs> we'll have some black tees with the white CF logo. I think those will have the circle, circle logo as well. I'm not a 100% sure on that. And then as always, we remind you guys about the Patreon. If you like what Fitzy does, he'll have a new mailbag tomorrow. If you don't want to see the mailbag go away please consider donating to our Patreon. Really, really, if you, if you want to donate, donate for Jay Jordan. That's what you really want to be donating for. Yeah, yeah. You can even put it in like your, uh, you know, when you make your, I don't know. <laughs> when you make your yeah, your account? Do, yeah, your, your account on Patreon. Uh, uh, you yeah. can even put a little note in there. It's like, I for, want this to go to Jay Jordan, yeah. not Fitzy, yep. and especially not Jeff Woody. That's what I would do, except the Jeff Woody part. I, I would donate to Jeff Woody. I told Jeff yesterday that he was worth a quarter. Worth a quarter? Yeah, um, like a quarter. A one, podcast? No, like one quarter donation. Oh. So one 25 quarter. cents, yes. The entire, the entire lifetime. No, he, we'll give him one, 25 cents per podcast. Oh, per podcast. Yeah. Okay. So what do you guys do? About 30 podcasts a season? Yeah, we did 32 podcasts in season one. That's right. So what does that add to, like six or seven bucks? <laughs> I'm not good with that's, math. I was going to say, that's a lot of math. Uh 33 divided by, or 32 divided by four. That's eight. Wow. $8. Did that in my head, dude. 
You can put that in a bathtub and roll in it I'm right basically there. a mathematician. Good job. I'm proud of you. $8. Hey, we actually were talking about how he wouldn't even be able to go to McDonald's. And he actually would be able to go to McDonald's. He would. That's, just, that's a combo meal He right would there. have to save for the entire season, but then he would and again, eventually get the money. And again, in the all-important McChicken uh, tally, that's eight McChickens you can afford there. All right. Now that, tax, though. Now that we've done five <laughs> minutes of banter over the advertisers, uh, let's start the show. Sounds good. The big news... Wait, which one do we want to start with? I think you've got the big news here second. We're okay. going to do the big news. That's Iowa State was picked third in the preseason Big 12 poll by the league's media. Yeah. Um, not too surprising, but at the same time, we are not used to this. So it was really fun to see that. Well, they, yeah, that's what I think all of us were thinking they could be picked third. Mm-hmm. It was like that seemed like the, the logical thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also didn't expect them to get picked seventh last year. Yeah. And I believe uh, Alex Halstead tweeted out that there was Halstead. Halstead. Alex Halstead tweeted out that there. Um, I think it was like the last ten years of uh, projections for where Iowa State would finish in the preseason and where they actually finished. And basically, since Matt Campbell has gotten here, the the end of the season finish has gone up. Yeah, and before last year, they'd never been picked higher than eighth. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time they've ever been picked and that's in, in the, the top three. In the modern era Big 12, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, they, they did it by the divisions before. Yep. So, like, they'd been picked in the top three of the North, North Division before. <laughs> but that – I'm not sure how big of a deal that was sometimes. No, uh, no that, was a, that was a big deal. I can promise you right now, with them getting picked third, I will not be making any declarations about tattoo bets. No. Based on that that ranking, that is an appropriate ranking. I agree. I, when I saw last year that they were picked below Kansas State, I was like, "This is egregious," <laughs> and thus I have to make a, a an, an egregious statement. Yeah, but since then, tattoo bets haven't been the best for you. No, no. <laughs> but we all know about that. Anyways, uh, so my question to you is: I saw Chris tweeted out his voting, and he basically he voted for Texas to be number one right. this year. Texas only got like nine first place nine, votes, I think. Out of, yeah. out of like 70 or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah. So then o- Oklahoma got 50 something. My question to you is would you pick Oklahoma to win it or would you pick Texas or Iowa State to win it? I'd probably pick Oklahoma just based on. Until they get dethroned. Yeah, yeah, until somebody beats them. What do they want? Four in a row? Uh, four or five, yeah. Yes. And it's, it's kind of like the Kansas basketball thing. Like up until this year, obviously, you, you kind of have to pencil Kansas in no matter what. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that there's anything you look at with Oklahoma that makes you believe that there's like a drastic job, drop coming, you know? No. Uh, the question is, how much better is Texas this year? Yeah, that's the that's the big thing to me. And how good is Jalen Hurts going to transition into quarterback for Oklahoma? Right. And, that, and are people, you know, putting too much stock into the way Texas ended last season mm-hmm. with going winning the Sugar Bowl, being yep. Georgia? Didn't look like Georgia wanted to be there that bad. Yeah. If we're all just being completely honest to be fair though they did like the the second half of their season did go really well yeah no i'm not trying to say texas wasn't a good team because they definitely were yeah but we've done that before we have where you know texas comes out and wins a beats or somebody beats somebody in a bowl game and we're all like oh my god these guys are gonna be crazy next year yeah i mean and the thing too about texas is they've brought in some really good recruits as texas usually does yeah no i think i think that those two are squarely the top two. Mm-hmm. I, the, I think that the, the media got it pretty right. I think The so top too. three was pretty set. And it, there was distance between – there was more than 100 points between Texas and Iowa State and more than 100 points between Iowa State and TCU. Mm-hmm. Weren't they picked fourth? Yep. Yeah. There, so there was more than 100 points in between second and third and third and fourth. Yeah. So I think that there's a pretty wide gap in the minds of the media right now between the three. Agreed. Or at least there's fewer questions about those three than there are about all the other ones. Yeah, and it, you could say that the elite tier is Oklahoma and Texas, and then, like, Iowa State's kind of in a tier of its own. Yeah. But – The very good tier. Yeah, very Pretty, good yeah, tier. The really, yeah, really good tier. But, I mean, Iowa State, if they play well, and, you know, and if they knock off one of Oklahoma or Texas this year, then they could, you know, enter that upper echelon. Well, yeah, a friend of the program, Austin Narber, tweeted out the FPI predictions. Yeah, tonight. Iowa State's predicted to go 10-2. and two. Yeah, if Iowa State just – takes care of business mm-hmm. but one of those losses was at Baylor wasn't it yeah but then the, they would beat Texas at home yeah so in, in that situation you just have to hope that Texas probably would have beat Oklahoma or Oklahoma would have beat Texas correct so that then you could have the tiebreaker on them yeah because I, I would doubt that losing to Baylor would matter in terms of going to Arlington 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because then yeah. you ha- you would have to hope that Texas would lose another game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you couldn't have them beat. Well, like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try and do. Now these, we're speculating. Do, I was like, I'm not even gonna try out. and do these mental gymnastics like four months before no. the games are played. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, too, four guys on the preseason All Big Twelve team. Yeah. That came out yesterday: Jaquan Bailey, Ray Lima, Marcel Spears, and Greg Eisworth. The most interesting stat I saw out of all of that, since the Big 12 creation, merger, however you want to put it, there has been 11, school, 11 times a school has had four or more players on – four defensive players on the preseason All-Big 12 team. Only once has there been five, and that was 2010 Texas, and that 2010 Texas defense was – Stout. That was like the year after they went to the national championship uh, game, and I think they allowed less than 10 points per game. Yep. So – Kind of an outlier. Yeah. But then another one was like 96 Nebraska, which was in the middle of when they were winning national championships. Mm. Uh, Kansas State, I think they had three straight in the 90s when they were really, really good, mm-hmm. always competing for titles. Yep. Oklahoma <laughs> had three in the, I think in the early 2000s when like, when Mike Stoops was at the peak of his powers. Yeah. And their defenses were always crazy good. And then I th- for kind of out of nowhere, they had one like in 2014 that I looked at as huh. <laughs> I, I was kind of taken aback, whereas I, I don't remember Oklahoma having a defense that good in 2014, but, yeah. you know, whatever. And then there's Iowa State in 2019. <laughs> it was crazy. That bodes well for, for the end result of this year, hopefully. Well, yeah, just you think about what those programs were at those times. I mean, all of them yeah. really were bona fide top five yeah. schools, you know. And it just kind of goes to show you that if Iowa State's offense can take the next step, then Iowa State could be really, really good this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's there's so much of that stuff that we've re, we've hashed and rehashed the yeah. preseason things, but Are you surprised that no one on the offensive side made it or is that pretty typical? No, I wasn't that surprised. I mean, who who do you think would have I can't even think of someone that would I can't I can't either. I was just asking, but I mean, I could have maybe seen one of the offensive linemen out of default making it, but at the same time, I think we've made it well known that, you know, experience isn't necessarily good experience. Well, yeah, and even then I feel like that's definitely the hardest spot to vote. Yeah. Where you there's not just, really that many counting stats that you can measure a guy by. Well, yeah, and you just you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the untrained eye is not going to sit there and be like, "Man, that guy is really good. Mm. I got to vote for him on my preseason team next year." Yep. And no, I I didn't expect anybody on offense, but I expected those four Actually, Marcel surprised me a little bit, but mm-hmm. I knew that the the the, the I, I figured Bailey that Lima and Eisworth would either Marcel or Mike Rose would make it. So it's good to see that uh, Spears did. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. It's crazy to think that two years ago at this time, Marcel was everybody was shocked at Big Twelve Media Days to see Marcel's name at the top of the depth chart at Will yeah. Linebacker. Dude, ever since he's been starting, he's been a superstar. Yeah. I mean, in that game against Iowa, he had like 15 tackles. Yeah. His second game. And like the past two years against Texas Tech, he's come up with big pick sixes, I believe. Yeah. Well, and then his play against TCU. Yep. Marshall Spears is an animal. He's really good. Shout out to Marshall Spears. <laughs> he's a football dude. What is it? He's got that show that he does on cycling football. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is with it? With the brothers. I can't, I can't remember, remember what it's called. What it's called. No. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, but he's good. He, he, it's yeah. kind of like, it reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you were here, but Jacquez Washington used to do a Channel 10 News okay. from Media Days. That was always funny. Yeah, but if you want to watch if you want to watch those videos, he did one with the Kohler brothers, did one with the Jones brothers. I feel like eventually the Bailey brothers maybe run out of brothers, but uh, hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess there's the Bailey brothers. How many other brothers are there? Is, there's got to be at least three pairs because we just named them off right there. I think that might be it, though. Man, Marcel's show is going to... Run out of content. Yeah, have a, have a short run. <laughs> have a short run. Uh, but, yeah, check that out. It's, I think it's on Cyclone Football uh, on their Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Glad they were able to get that back so we could get quality content like that. Indeed. All right, next thing. Last football piece of news. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, Corey Dunn. Uh, out for the season. Is done. Done equals done. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I, I, I had was to trying use that. to avoid that, but dude, it was it, it would make the best newspaper headline. It's fine. You're just making puns about someone's dude life-altering I injury. Think from what we've seen, like Corey Dunn was actually on Cycle Fanatic posting at one point. Seriously? Yeah, that was that was an actual thing. Like it was probably a year ago after he committed. Like it was it was between the time when he committed and when he came to Iowa State. 
he was on the forums huh. actually posting. And when he was doing that, he had a great sense of humor. So I think. Oh he, yeah, he's cool. I think I think he would appreciate done equals done, even though it means he's going to be out for the season. So, but get well soon, Corey. Yeah, get well soon, Corey. We'll see you back here in 2020. Yes, that's scary. Uh, but no, what's the guy's name? Uh, we got that San Jose State transfer. That's what I'm saying. Punter. So, uh, yeah, what, what's his name? That's, and then that's what I'm trying to pull up. Are his stats any good? Do we have his stats? I'm looking. I'm looking. It is. Because the other punter. Brian Papazian. Papazian. Okay. Gonna have to learn how to pronounce that name. That was probably a deep. Po- I, I'm starting. I'm guessing that was probably a deep pull in the, uh, <laughs> in the portal. Might have been. So then, he, and the other uh, punter currently on the roster is Joe Rivera, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like he averaged. He averaged 38.2 yards per punt last season. Okay, that's pretty solid. As a sophomore, redshirt sophomore. And yards per punt isn't necessarily the greatest indication of how good a punter is. No. But that's just that's the stat that I yeah was able to pull for you. No, no, right no I was expecting you to pull it. Yeah, but yeah, another good one would be down inside twenty. Yeah, if, that, if that's available. But well, I I close it now. <sighs> All right. How do you think Papazian? I'd have to see it. It's P A P A Z I A N. Z I A N. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be Papazian. 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 This is one that we're going to have to have a conversation about at, yeah. at media availability when, when he comes in and we're like, how exactly do you say your name? It's, it's a Connor Asali situation. <laughs> yeah, because everyone called him, you know, the other pronunciation yeah, before yeah. we found out, actually. Yeah, no, once we, that was one of the first things that he got asked is like, how exactly do you say your name? Mm-hmm. And we had to get that one down quick. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I guess if there's any problems to sit here and be discussing it, I would prefer that it be the who's going to be the punter than yeah. anything else. It's good that we're not here, sitting here wondering who the starting quarterback for Iowa State is going to be this year. Right. Yeah. Th- this it certainly could be much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next thing. Man, I, it almost brings me to tears to say this. Bruce Weber has a gold medal. <laughs> Congratulations to Bruce Weber, your idol, elite, your coaching idol. Elite Head basketball coach Bruce Weber leads the USA Basketball U19 team to a dominating run through the FIBA <laughs> World Cup. But more, perhaps more importantly for and, this podcast especially, is Tyrese Halliburton also. Oh, yeah, I guess he was there too. <laughs> and they did it in the most Bruce Weber fashion where they were really good defensively. They, yeah. ran, they, ran, they pressed all the time. Man, their offense was not great though. Yeah. We kind of talked about this on last week's pod, but Tyrese did pretty well, uh, like assist-wise. Yeah. He was a really good facilitator, and I think he impressed a lot of NBA scouts. So it was good showing for him on the national stage. Yeah, we talked, stage. we talked to Tyrese today. He, uh, he said they asked him about the exposure, mm-hmm. and he said something about how he doesn't care about that. It doesn't oh matter boy. to him. He's like, I only care – about whether or not people at Iowa State know who I am. A man after Iowa State fans own Exactly, hearts. dude. I tweeted it out and I was like, oh yeah, this one's going to get some, yeah, this dude. one's going to get some play. That's, that's how you build goodwill with our fan base right there. That's a, yeah, that's a high level, high level quote right there from Tyrese. Yep. He knows how to play the crowd. Yeah. No, Tyrese is, he's going to Nike camp. He told us that today. Mm-hmm. So. And that'll be before their foreign trip. Yeah, it's like in two weeks. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I knew he wasn't. This is why he's not playing Cap City. Yep, like, he has no time. No, gets back from Greece. Two weeks later, he goes to San Diego. Comes back next week. He goes to Italy. Tyrese Halliburton is a world traveler now. Bummer that he has all these high-level basketball places to go instead of the the Cap City League. <laughs> yeah, somebody asked him about that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? No, What'd we love him? the Cap City. He didn't really say anything, but it's like, man, you're missing out on Cap City. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. But anyway. Cap City season comes to an end tomorrow night. That's Regu- crazy. Regular season. It seems like it just started. Like, are there, were there fewer regular season weeks this year? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, this will be their f- fifth game, I think. Yeah. Because I, f- I feel like they used to do like eight or nine games before getting into the playoffs. But this year, it's only been four or five. You know, I'm not exactly the historian of, historian the, Cap of the Cap City League. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a question for another person. All right. Uh, I bet Connor Ferguson could tell us. If we asked him. We'll have to bring him on the pod. 
talk well, about, break down the, the Cap City Finals next week. Oh, there we go. Well, I, yeah, I think they'd be on. Yeah, they'd be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Cap City semis and finals. Yeah. There we go. There's our there's our pod for there's pods number seventy four. Bring in Connor Ferguson. <laughs> uh, All access Capital City League. But no, I think it was a good experience for Tyrese, and like you said, he opened a lot of eyes. Just where you're seeing more and more people are starting to catch on to what he's able to do. Yeah. He, I bet by the end of the year, people will regard him as one of the best point guards in the country. Do you think that? Well, saying that, do you think that he'll be a shoe in for first team All Big Twelve? Yeah, I do. Hmm. He's not going to put up those scoring numbers, probably. Yeah. But man, did you see his passing? Oh yeah. Out there, he was crazy. Like he, he I could see him putting up a, a Nick Wallerbab esque line. Yeah. On where, the season, where it's like ten points, eight assists, eight assists, six boards. Yeah. Per game. Yeah. But a couple he, steals. But then he'll, for for whatever reason, he'll just do it in a manner that's a little more flashy, I think. Yeah. And it'll stand well, his out passes, more. his passes will yeah. be a lot more and that's what I exciting. Think. And that's what I was kind of getting at. And then he'll have those games where he comes out and has 12, 15 yeah. assists. Yeah. You know? He'll have those. And then I'm sure there'll be a game or two where he scores 25. But I think him becoming the primary ball handler, he's just going to flourish, I think. Mm-hmm. Man, something else about that kid, too. If nothing else... Look at what he did in high school, what he did in his first year at Iowa State, what he just went and did with the USA basketball team. That man ain't ever lost in his life. No. I swear. Yeah, he's a winner. He just wins all the time. Mm-hmm. They're always winning something. They won the state championship his senior year. Yeah. Win the Big 12 tournament his freshman year. Goes and gets a gold medal. <laughs> they need to get Tyrese on lock already for the for the senior team yeah. to make sure that we can continue our dominance of Definitely. the world in, in – uh, in basketball. Yeah, no doubt. He needs to be on the Olympic team next year. I don't want to be angry about it is. anymore <laughs> about the United States losing the losing the basketball. Yeah. And you know, the nice thing knowing that he's being such a winner is that as as he stays longer at Iowa State, if I'm assuming this year he'll be arguably the leader on this team. Yeah. You know? Him and Prentice and Mike. Yep. I think will be the the three. The big three. Yep. The Cyclones big three. There we go. Sounds like Rasheer Bolton. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear about his waiver. He's submitting it early soon, in August. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't really know what that process all. I saw another requires, another uh, guy who transferred out of Oklahoma State got approved for a waiver today. I don't know what his name is, but so other people are getting waivers, so that's good. Yeah, we'll see. Should know here pretty soon. All right, last thing before we do the mailbag. Uh, I've been teasing on this podcast. I know I've talked about it on some other podcasts about a project that I've been working on. I've been working on this for almost three months. Uh, And on Monday, I will put out, or we will put out, the next CF Chronicles. It'll be a two-part series dropping on consecutive Mondays, and it's called Last Days of Larry. It's about the Larry Eustachie scandal, talking to a lot of the reporters that were around at that time and a handful of other people too. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. You've told me a little bit about it already. Um, honestly, it's going to be pretty interesting to listen to because it sounds like you've uncovered maybe a couple new things as well. Yeah. The first episode will really be a lot of background. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much of that will be new, mm-hmm. but then the second episode will really be it'll, a lot of it. Honestly, will be an analysis of how that was kind of the first major sports story to really go viral mm-hmm. in, in the current sense where, where it was big on the internet, went national, was big on TV between the talking heads and yeah. sports radio and all that kind of stuff. And this is all before social media. Ever it was all before social media. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be really cool. I hope that people will like it. It's a lot different than Transfer You. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it won't be near as happy. <laughs> yeah, near as happy of a subject content, but I still think that it's an interesting story to revisit yeah. You know, almost 20 years later. Exactly. And you're getting it for free. And you're getting it for free. So next Monday, you guys will have that in your podcast feeds. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think that it uh, it's going to end up turning out really well. Mm-hmm. All right. Mailbag questions. Mailbag. Let me pull them up real fast. All right. SRJ Clone asks, 
What are your top three HBO shows of all time? There are right answers. I'll allow up to five for a couple of honorable mentions. So I waited to include this because you are the HBO guru, and you've kind of explained to me that you have a few of your HBO shows that you like. So And one of them probably won't even be <laughs> one of everybody's right answer, but it's all good. But yeah, so I I uh, have only watched, like, like I've watched the Chernobyl miniseries. I've watched uh-huh. Game of Thrones, obviously. Still have yet to watch the True Detectives or, and you know, other stuff like that. It's called True Detective, not Sorry. The True Detective. I, I meant True Detectives as in True Detective okay, and okay. other shows. Okay, okay. Sorry, I was using plural. But anyways, give, uh, me, give me your top three. No, my number one would be, would be True Detective. Uh, number two, The Wire. Mm-hmm. I think that Wire's got, The Wire's got a good case for number one, though, too. Uh, I mean, I know it wouldn't be a popular pick, but Westworld, I really like that show. Mm. And I just, I've watched a lot of the older ones. I've watched parts of The Sopranos. Mm. Could never really get into it. I know that I'm going to probably take heat for that. Uh, Entourage, I really like that show too. Not a show that I think overly holds up very well in mm. 2019. When uh, was it When was it on the air? Man, it started like in 2001, I want to oh, say. Really? Okay. Something like that. Uh, what else have I watched that's been on there? No, I'd say that those are probably the main ones. The Newsroom, I really liked that one. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of these shows. So. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. But no, that's that'd be probably be my top three. Have you watched Chernobyl yet? Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, it, but it's it's such a one-off, you know? It is. Yeah. And I need consistent great, greatness. Yeah. No, and it was good for like whatever it was, five six, or six yeah, episodes. Yeah, five episodes, I think. Yeah. So. No, it was really good. It was one of those things that, I don't know. I wanted, I did some more research on it and those people. Yeah. And I think a lot more of it was like fictionalized and like, or not maybe fictionalized, but dramatized and rolling character people into certain, like into one yeah. character. The and, woman was one. Yeah. yeah a conglomeration right. of many people. And it wasn't really quite as exactly what they yeah. made it. But I mean, how many shows ever are. So it's such a, such a fascinating event though. Like the first like huge nuclear event. Really? The only one. Well, I mean like meltdown. Well, at least. yeah. It's besides I, the bombs and everything. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, besides, besides those things, besides like when we dropped the bombs. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. That, uh, it is really interesting. I, I got down a rabbit hole, a Chernobyl rabbit hole after yes. I watched that show. Mm-hmm. Same. I think a lot of people did too, because I saw a trend where super like, depressing show, there was a Google trends, uh, graph. And like the, after that show was released, it just spiked clear up yeah. of people Googling Chernobyl went way so. deep on the Chernobyl Wikipedia page. Yes, that's right. Cause that's where I do my research. <laughs> exactly. Gotta go to Wikipedia. All right. Uh, Lincoln way one eight seven asks, let's do this stupid Facebook quiz style. Which stranger things kid are you? Have you, okay. Remind me, have you seen stranger things? Absolutely. Have you seen stranger things season three? Absolutely. Okay. Have you? I have. I binged it all on the fourth. All right. We're not going to give any spoilers. All right. We're not going to give any spoilers. spoilers. No spoilers here. No spoilers. Yeah. I watched all the, over the weekend too. Uh, I bawled my eyes out at the end, dude. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was... Uh, oh, my gosh. It was very emotional, for sure. Yeah. No spoilers, though. It had me all... No, we're not going to give any spoilers. <laughs> but, okay, but so... But it was, it was awesome. Anybody that's on the fence about it needs to watch it. Agreed. Even my parents watched it, and they usually don't watch shows like that, so... It just makes me sit... Every, every episode, I sit there, and I'm like, man, these people are so freaking good at what they do. Mm. How they can spin the story is yeah. so good. And I, I really love like the vibe you get from the 80s yeah. atmosphere too. The it's Duffer just, Brothers are awesome. Yeah. It just feels like you've been transferred back to when that was taking place. All right. I want to hear which uh, Stranger, Stranger Things character you think you are first. So I think, okay. So again, they say, which Stranger Things kid are you? Oh, kid. Okay. So one of the four kids. So we'll, we'll, or I would, I would also include the, like the preteens too. So oh, you, so Steve... Uh, Steve, Jonathan and yeah, Steve, Jonathan and Nancy, yeah. and uh, of course the the girls as well. But for the the four boys, I think I t- typically tend to think that I'm the will of uh, that group because I got to be real about something for a minute. Go ahead. That actor, I don't like him. Really? I don't like the way that. No, I don't like that character. I think that I almost wonder if they wrote it one way and then mm-hmm. they act, they cast that kid and it's like okay we got to make this kid be the one that disappears. I do think like that we don't. He is the one that talks the least by far. Yeah, and I think there is a reason for that. And I do I would agree that a few of the other character kids are much better than he is. Yeah. I would agree. But as far as personality wise, I feel like I relate to him just because when I was growing up, I was more of the quiet type. And then he's not necessarily quiet all the time. Like he he comes out of his shell when he's with his like corporate friends, and that's yeah. kind of how I am. So I, I would say that I am Will of the, the Stranger Things kids. 
Okay. Uh, I would have pegged you more as maybe a mic. A mic. So why, why would you peg me as a mic then? Uh, I don't know. Just, just the vibe you give off. Hmm. You should seem like a Curious. mic. Curious. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably be like a, I'd be like Dustin. Really? Like the, ner- like the nerdy one, but also kind of just like going off doing your own thing sometimes. So did you have no spoilers, any, though. did you have any Steve figure in your life to take you, take you under their wing or not? Chris Williams. There you go. Is Chris Williams Steve then? Yeah, Chris Williams is Steve and <laughs> I'm Dustin. Nice. The buddy the buddy duo right there. Yeah, there we go. Now we now we just need a Photoshop of <laughs> Chris's face on Steve and your face on Dustin. Oh, someone will deliver on the forums. I, I, I would it. love that. Yeah, that'd be I great. I guarantee that. All right, is that everything? That is it for mailbag questions, yes. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stands and Fits presented by the professional NBA program at the Ivy College of Business on the Cyclone Fnatic Podcast Network. Hey guys, it's Williams. We'll get you back to your podcast here momentarily, but it's wanted to talk to you about eye care, of course, today. And my friends at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care, they meet your whole family's vision needs. And they did that to me about a year ago where I got in and had my first eye exam since my childhood. Dr. Kruger was like, what are you doing, man? You got to come in and get your eyes checked more often. And I'm glad that I did. They found some stuff. They got me these designer glasses that I wear when I work now. When I'm creating content for you at CycloneFanatic.com, it has decreased my headaches incredibly. Uh, it's been fantastic. I, I didn't even know half the stuff that Dr. Kruger was telling me about. And I'm assuming if you're a middle-aged guy like me, you're probably in the same boat. Get in there to Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Personalized eye care, designer eyewear. They've got same-day, same-week appointments, and they are really good people. And they help support us here at CycloneFanatic.com, the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. It's Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Fitzy, do you like country music? No. Well, I know a situation in which you might like country music, and that is at the Guthrie River Ruckus in Guthrie Center, July 25th through the 27th. I know you aren't going to know any of these names, but people that love country music do. That's Chris Cagle, Kit Moore, Diamond Rio, Mitchell Tenpenny. And that's just a start, man. Guthrie River Ruckus in Guthrie Center, only 45 minutes away from Des Moines. You can get tickets at GuthrieRiverRuckus.com. Use promo code CYCLONES at checkout, and you'll get $15 off your tickets. And, you, and even if you don't like country music, I can guarantee you, if you go out there and you're getting rowdy with all the country music fans, my people, my people, I, you can guarantee that there will be a whole boatload of Southwest Iowans out there at the Guthrie River Ruckus, drinking beer, wearing cowboy boots, wearing jorts, having fun and getting rowdy and listening to some country music and you would even enjoy it. I would say that I have been in that scene before just because Southeast Iowa, I feel, is very similar to Southwest Iowa. Really, the only difference is that Southeast Iowa is much more Hawkeye-lean than Nebraska-lean as far as allegiance goes. But yeah, I, I, I could see myself at a country music festival, but maybe not listening to the music fully. Well, Chris and I are going to drag you out to the Guthrie River Ruckus <laughs> July 25th through the 27th. Like I said, promo code Cyclones at checkout at GuthrieRiverRuckus.com. You get $15 off your tickets. Time for Hot Knot. My Not This Week, Fitzy's ability to do ad reads. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we tried that one time, and I, I laughed because I was not expecting you to flat out ask me that question. Trying to make it seem genuine, and you just... I mean, it was genuine. I laughed. Well, yeah, that was genuine, <laughs> but that one, it was impossible to recover from because you were laughing so hard. Hey, I, I, I will say that I will be happy who, for anyone who goes that enjoys country music because I want you to just have all the fun in the world. So go and have fun. At Guthrie River Ruckus. Yep. In Guthrie Center. The good people of Guthrie Center. All right. All right. Your give, action, give me your hot this week. My hot this week. Okay. My hot, the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, Shout so, out to the U.S. Women's National Team, man. World champions. Bunch of freaking ballers. Took home the World Cup. Uh, and yeah, I, I did end up watching the entire uh, finals match, and I was entertained. I, I don't know if it's just that the U.S. and that part of it draws me out or what, but I, I did enjoy watching that game. I can't remember which one it was on the team in their celebration. She was wild, and on Instagram, it was awesome. Uh, when she turned the camera around and she said, you're welcome for the content, bitch, that's going to be my new saying. You're welcome for the content, bitch. I'm going to say that to Chris all the time. That's great. Whenever I post something new, I'm going I'm to say in Slack, you're welcome for the content, bitch. I, I eagerly await that. Get the explicit tag for using bitch four times in a minute. I did see, uh, I saw a lot of Megan Rapino um, doing her stuff, and I saw Alex Morgan uh, twerking, so a lot of celebrating. 
Yes. Obviously, there's a lot of celebrating. Yeah. My only questionable thing was that they were drinking Budweiser. I would assume that that was some sort of sponsor deal. It had to have been. Yeah. The Great American Lager. Uh, <laughs> right. After I, after I win the World Cup, I don't think the first thing I would think is like, man, I could use an ice cold Budweiser. No. I think a lot of those ladies would probably be sipping on something with vodka in it. Well, they were sipping on champagne. Yeah, or champagne, obviously. I think they were having fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like fun. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, but no, I hadn't. Did you watch any of it? The only time that I ever watch soccer is when they play in these games. I watched yeah. a lot of the tournament. Well, I mean, the women's game. Yeah. The, the I, United I, States games. I saw bits and pieces of other games, but yeah, this the, the finals one was the first one I had watched in full. Because I, I think the, the last soccer match I had watched in full was back when the, the men's team was in the World Cup. Not this last World Cup, obviously, but the one before that. What would that have been like? 2014 14, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember I, we, me and my buds went to B-dubs and watched it on the big screen. So Did we win? I th- we made the knockout round that time, didn't we? I think, yeah. I think we went to the game uh, that got us into the knockout round. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 No, the women are badasses, though. Yeah, they are. They're out here kicking ass and taking names mm-hmm. in the name of America. That's right. Some true American heroes. My hot this week... <laughs> I'm so pleased to bring this to the table. The embargo has been lifted, and the reviews are in for the new Lion King in theaters July 19th. Rave reviews. The critics are raving, Fitzy. You know why they're raving? It's because they stole an already great movie. No, listen to this. All right, here. so here's the first one. Uh... Holy smokes, I really love The Lion King. I think, in parentheses, I think it's the most beautiful effects movie I've ever seen. Like next level, the game has changed kind of thing. The Lion King is a dazzler. Gorgeous score, spot on voice acting, but mostly, yeah, those visuals. What else was there? Just saw The Lion King and it was absolutely breathtaking. The music, the visuals, the voice acting, whatever your feelings on Disney remakes, this one will blow you away. The Lion King is visually immaculate and a game changer for visual effects. It's absolutely stunning in every way. The music shines. Glover and Beyonce take it to another level. The performances are great. Timon, Pumbaa, and Scar steal many scenes and emotions run high. Truly great. That's just, that's only four tweets out of hundreds that I'm reading to you here. It is getting consensus, Hmm. great reviews, and yet you continue to sit here and scoff at it. I'm just not. I'm just, it I has mean, literally been called a movie that is changing the entire game of the movie industry. I mean, maybe because of the visual effects, but at the same time, I don't know, man. They could have done it with another, like another movie or a completely original movie. Just use the same visual effects for. We something don't have else. original ideas anymore. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why would they have to re- recreate one of the what best kind movies of, of all time? Stupid idea is that. Come up with a new idea. Uh, that's a fantastic idea. Is to come up with great new ideas. No, I mean, have you seen what makes money today? Yeah, remakes. Remakes and <laughs> comic book movies. I'm not denying that, but I, I am eagerly taking on the role of old man chicks visit cloud. So I'm being mostly, I mean, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I hope you understand that. I know, but yeah, I, I just, I mean, I might go see it in theaters just because, you know, everyone else is going to just to, just to see it so I can, you know, have my own actual thoughts on it. But at the same time, I'm really not that pumped stuff. I feel like if you're going to see it, you have to see it in the theater. Probably because that's probably when it would really blow you away the most. Probably because I mean, if if the the effects are that good, that you probably were gonna have to see them on a big screen. From more of the reviews that I read, it's much less. I don't know how to put campy, mm-hmm. I guess. Where it's a lot. I mean, it's much more realistic. The lions don't make faces and stuff. Yeah. So are you are you going to see it opening opening weekend? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I will probably see it in theaters, but it will probably be like, you know, a few weeks after it's, you know, came out. So Cuz you want to get so you want to see it get certified fresh 100% on Rotten Tomatoes before you you're finally like, okay, I'm not going to be the only person who doesn't see this movie. No, I'm just going to be like I'm not going to fight the crowds to go see this movie. Is essentially what I'm saying. I mean, you could go like on Sunday and it probably wouldn't be No, go at like 11 o'clock at night. You know, well, no, 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, true. That's what you but do. But not on Saturday, because that's when the kids are going to be there. Yeah. You, uh, Go 11, like at 11 a.m. on a Friday. <laughs> if I didn't have to work, I would totally do that. That's when I'm going to go. I might just take Friday off. Just I'm going to tell Chris, hey, I'm, go- I'm going to the Lion King. <laughs> I'll be out for an hour and a half. Yep. But I had to 
come in and tell I know. you about that. Last night I saw I all those reviews and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I already know what I'm talking about. I just felt shame that Disney has to print money by doing the remakes. But anyways, moving on. The Lion King is a landmark visual experience. I've never seen anything like it. And it is going to change the change how we look at movies forever. I feel forever. Like, I feel like the, the original Lion King did that. They're just, they're just probably republishing the same exact quotes that were made about the original Lion King. They actually said that it's a good mix of like new things from other reviews I read. It's like good mix of new things with old things. You bring it together and you just try and, you know, 2019 it. Mark it down that by episode 76 or whatever of Stands of Fits, we will both discuss the Lion King after we have both seen it. And you will be, you will have officially, officially... Change my mind. Yeah, turn the corner. Mm. Change your mind. Doubtful, but I'm, I'm not going to shut the door, but it's doubtful. We'll see. All right. Uh, my not this week. Star Wars released a photo of a new um, character, or at least a type of character from uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And it is a Sith Trooper. It basically looks like a Stormtrooper, but it's completely red. And it's my not because it seems like to me that it's just a way to sell more toys. Okay, so I, I'm starting to really understand some things about you right now. <laughs> Anything that just is made just to make money, I do not like. So, okay. So that actually so looks so cool. Yeah, it looks no. cool, and it would be cool as a toy. But after the whole, like, the, the, the upra- up, excuse me, the uproar that was caused by, like, Captain Phasma when they came out with that when uh, The Force Awakens happened, like, that character barely did anything, and it seems like they just made it to, you know, sell stuff. Well, at least... Captain Phasma had a, a role in the plot to yeah. an extent. Like th- that thing probably doesn't really have that much of a role in probably the plot. Probably not. But at the same time, I feel like they could have done so much more with uh, a character like Captain Phasma. And this seems just like, oh, they come up with something else that looks cool, but probably won't do much in the scheme of things. Well, here's, here's the reality of the situation. There's been now nine Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. They can't keep the same people in every movie. No, you're not wrong. They can't keep the exact same things in every movie. Yeah. And they also only have like two and a half hours to tell these stories. Mm-hmm. I don't think Captain Phasma is what we're worried about in that, in that time. Probably not. No. Who are the people that are uproared over this? Internet nerds like me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I know I, I sound hypocritical because damn you capitalism. Because I, I just got done saying that the Lion King should uh, they should come up with new things to spend their money on. And now that I'm saying they come up with this new thing for Star Wars and I'm dissing well, it. As I mean, well, it's not really a new thing. They literally took an old thing and just turned yeah, it red. They just put a paint a new paint color on the storm. Yeah, which is what they did. Really not not but, new, but but yeah, that's my not. I'm just a grumpy old man. That's what I'm I'm coming to realize. See, I think I'm waiting for the day when you turn on Star Wars now. When do you get tired of Star Wars? I, I, because these stories aren't original. I know because, like, I know at first it was the. I mean, they are, but they're the fun thing to do to diss on the Last Jedi, and then it swung in the other direction that anyone who dissed on the Last Jedi is a, an idiot. Yeah, I'm still in the camp that I did not like the Last Jedi. I thought it was fine, but I'm not also. Not analyzing them probably as deeply as you are. Yeah, I'm just like Star Wars was my baby. Like I grew up with Star Wars, and it's like it's always been the movie for me. It's my favorite movie series. So I just I don't know, man. Really attached to it. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. Yeah. Shouldn't you want them to make as much money as they possibly can, though? I mean, really, I I don't. Again, like I don't care about the money. Or that they make it. I just want the story to be you know consistent, and I want it to you know cater to what fans want too i mean i don't think that star wars has ever been afraid to break canon that's i think that that's been made clear over the last 40 years i mean how how so go on well I'm, do you want me to google it like i don't know off the top of my head i can't imagine that they're exactly keeping it you know exactly perfect all the time it's oh, about no. like harry potter and the fantastic beast movies like they break canon all the time it's like sometimes you just got to do it if you're gonna have another good story well yeah but i feel like those those are different because there's already books been like written so but yeah and then in theory the the laws are much more well set yeah you can make that case too but i think that there's so much lore surrounding star wars and like every things have been explained in certain ways that they have to be this way uh-huh. and then a lot of the things that happened in 
the last Jedi kind of went against some of those things. Like Ray all of a sudden becomes a super powerful Jedi who can like lift all these rocks at the end of the movie to get the, the rebels out. And like that took Luke forever. Well, maybe that's why she's the last Jedi. She's so strong that she destroys the force. I mean, at that rate, she'd be even stronger than she, lo- she loses her powers. Like, Oh wait, no, no spoilers. <laughs> But no spoilers. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. No spoilers, please. Now I just realized where you're going with that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I do think we should come back and circle around to Stranger Things just because. Uh, that's not a spoiler. Don't, don't look at me like that. No, I'm not, not saying anything. Uh, come back, circle around to Stranger Things in a few weeks after people have had time to watch it because I would like to actually dive into some theories. It was crazy. There was already like 20 million people that watched it after the weekend. Yeah. At this point, if you haven't watched Stranger Things. Like, if you don't watch it in the first weekend, you're basically already behind. Yeah, exactly. It's that big of a, a, a thing. Do you see they're doing another streaming service? Warner? Yeah, Warner they're Brothers? taking friends. Uh, yeah, taking friends. Dude, they're going to have Fresh Prince on there. <laughs> I was seeing some of the movie, like the movies and stuff they're going to have. They're going to have like their entire catalog on there. How crazy? Warner has been around for a long time. Yeah. How crazy is it that Netflix is all of a sudden not going to have The Office and not going to have friends on it? Dude, my only thing is that the these content companies are going to find out that you're almost making, you're making people choose. Yeah. And then you're going to miss out a little bit. See, that's know? the thing. Like, I, th- I feel like this is going to turn people back to the, the, like the Almost age. to DVDs, dude. Like to, to DVDs, except it would be digital form. Like they'll, right. they'll just buy only the office in the digital form. Right. I think it would almost push people towards people like Apple or Amazon. Yeah, where you can get on Amazon and buy the entire series of the office yeah. and not have to, Deal like, with any of those other streaming The only services. reason, I feel like there's so many people out there who right now are subscribed to Netflix just because it has great series like The Office and Friends and like you can get all that in one location. Yeah. But once these are all off in their own little realms, there's not going to be any reason to have all of those streaming services. Right. Well, and I'm sure they'll still have, like I looked at Disney and if I got Disney, I wouldn't get Disney with the, because I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to watch the new series that they're going to put out. Like they're probably not going to put out anything that I'm overly interested in, mm-hmm. but it's for the old movies, you yeah. know, you look at Netflix, man, we're not that far out where you look at it. And it's like, what's Netflix going to have besides their own original content with the way that yeah. all these companies are pulling their stuff. And you can, you can tell that that is why Netflix has been making so much original content. Oh, Netflix puts tons of money into original content. And I, and I, I will say that I will probably keep Netflix, um, just because like stranger things has got me hooked to this point. See what it'll be probably what it's going to be two years before stranger things. comes and, back and again. That's the other thing. Like y- you could justify canceling Netflix for a couple years until stranger things comes back. Yeah. Which like, I'm sure I, I many could, people did for until this season came out. I could watch last chance. You and I don't think there's another like show that's going to be on Netflix that yeah. I'm really going to be overly worried about for and, a while. I mean, that's what I did with HBO now when, when Game of Thrones was on its hiatus too. Like I just, you know, resubscribed when it, when the last season came out. Yeah. So I guess that's how you also miss out on maybe some hidden gems and mm-hmm. stuff. Some, I like watching Netflix cause I like watching comedies and stuff like yeah. that. Dude, the Aziz Ansari you make new a, comedy special. He's making a comeback. It is Unlike any comedy special I've ever watched in my life. Really? But it's actually super good. Like, and I know that he is a somewhat problematic figure, mm-hmm. but he, man, respect to him because he comes out flat out right in the very beginning and he addresses it, you know? And it's like, like I said, it's like a, it's one of the weirdest hours of TV that I've ever watched. So it's like self-deprecating kind of thing? Or is he just like flat out non-comedy address it kind of thing? Oh yeah. He talks for like five minutes just not he even says he's like i know this is the funniest way to start the show <laughs> like that's the joke is that he's doing this stuff and then he turns it around and he's like i know that's super depressing but he's like, i had to say something i mean you and yeah i feel like that makes a lot of sense if 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 i was him too because like it's 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 the elephant in the room that you got to clear out right so once everyone feels at ease then you can go into your normal routine yeah well i didn't even i saw that he put a new one out and honestly i'd completely forgotten about that i mean it was a while ago that that happened but mm. Uh, I saw you put a new one out and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And then all of a sudden they start addressing it right away. And I was like, oh damn, this is dark. Yeah. Did not expect this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's pretty good. It's funny. Man, he's good. He's a good comedian. Yeah. I've been getting really into stand-up comedy specials. <laughs> uh, my not this week, NBA players making their free agency decisions at one o'clock in the morning. Thought that I could, you know, I went to sleep at a pretty reasonable hour for me last Friday. Yeah. 11.30, 11.45, you know, right around midnight. All of a sudden, I wake up at 1.15, my phone's going crazy. And I'm like, what's going on? Do you have notifications for when Woj tweets? Oh, Woj. Woj, whatever. Second time I have to correct you on a name today. <sighs> Absolutely, I have, I have uh, <laughs> notifications for Woj, and I have notifications for Shams. One of my former college teammates actually went to high school with Shams, which is kind of crazy. Oh, really? Uh, hmm. 
complete side note. <laughs> uh, but then I look at my phone and it says, and all I could see on the notification was Kawhi Leonard has, uh, has agreed to a deal with the Los Angeles. And I was like, Lakers, Lakers. No, in my own mind, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what could this, like, what, you know, where there's that split second where you're waiting for your phone to unlock. Yeah. It's like, what is, what is it? Which one is it? And I saw the Clippers and I was like, what? And then I saw more tweets coming in. I saw, I was like, they got Paul George. And then all of a sudden I went from sleeping to being wide awake yeah, because, because of Kawhi Leonard and yeah. Paul George just out here sleuthing on us yeah. at one o'clock in the morning. That was crazy to wake up to and just to have that be what everyone's talking about on Twitter. I can't even be, imagine being a true Lakers fan yeah. and waking up to see that. Yeah. See, what makes it even better is that Kawhi like dangled the Lakers around for so long and then just turns heel and goes to yeah uh, it's like a wwe yeah he, thing. he strung them out so that they would you know have to struggle to pull together a team essentially i still think they're gonna be good though they are those will they, be the two they, best teams in the west they've loaded their depth pretty well yeah they did about as good as they possibly could i think to put a team together yep man i gotta say one more thing too shout out to sean livingston bro got waved yesterday by the warriors I hope that Sean Livingston finds a place to land on his feet so he can keep hooping because he is one of the OG hoopers for real. Yeah, his uh, his mid-range jump shot is a thing of beauty. Oh, it's, yeah, unstoppable. Mm. He's always been unstoppable. Yeah. Someone is going to find Sean Livingston and give him his money for a couple more years and he's going to give buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this would be his 15th year in the league. He was an un, uh, a drastically underrated piece of that Warriors team, I thought. I think that everybody just... I mean, his career trajectory really changed when he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then but he came back, he just got buckets. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, every time he came off the bench, see, that's what made them so good in those first years. Mm-hmm. Steph and Clay and could come out, or one of them could come out, and you put in Iguodala, mm-hmm. you put in Livingston, who were still both close to their prime, and they were just going to give everybody buckets. Exactly. Livingston just buried everybody under a <laughs> barrage of mid-range jumpers. Yep. So old school. I'm not going to do this other thing that I had written down here. No, I've not. calmed down during All the right. podcast. I All got right. fired up about other things. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you again next week. Thanks to everybody for listening. We will talk to you again soon. Fawcast tomorrow. Or, yeah. After, <laughs> posted after this one. Uh, Saturday podcast this weekend as well. I think I'm going to make Chris do some power rankings. Ooh. I'm going to bring him some categories and we're going to get some Williams power rankings on some weird things. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That'll be fun. Talk to you guys again soon. Peace.